Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that finds out who knows whom, who knows what, and says whom every week. It makes you feel elitist. My name is Josh Earl, and joining me this week is a comedian, a writer, and an actor. When you type his name into Google, the first thing that comes up is the suggestion to the link, the top 25 Greg Larson's on LinkedIn, <laughs> which might be the saddest website in the world. Only sadder that he's not on the 25. He didn't make the list. Please welcome Fancy Boy himself. It's Greg Larson. Hey, hey. Thanks for having me. I, 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 what is LinkedIn? I don't know. Every week we ask this question on this show, and yeah. it's kind of like we've established it's Facebook for American businessmen. Mm, it's okay. a youth club for old people. There you go. That's yeah. what it is. Okay. Our next guest is a return guest. She's a comedian who shares her name with a project leader at Dallas Airport, a teacher in North Carolina, and an outpatient acute family care coder in California. Oh, well, I definitely knew all of this. But the one we have here is Melbourne comedian, it's Nellie White. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I actually, oh, I actually also share a name with another stand-up comedian in the UK who has the same birthday as me. Wow, the mm. same day? Like same, same year? Day. Uh, not the same year. Yeah, okay. That would have been creepy. Joining us as well is a first-time guest who shares his name with a Cruise One franchise owner in Arizona, mm-hmm. a first National Bank president in Kansas, plus a mechanic from Illinois who runs a body shop, which I thought was a makeup store until I clicked the link. But the man <laughs> we have here is comedian, writer and actor. Please welcome Brad Oaks. Hello, and you left out this there guy in Alice Springs. Because uh, I have an unusual name. People with the same name tend to contact you. Go, yep. oh, I'm a Brad Oaks too. And uh, then I point out I'm a Bradford Oaks, and it goes quiet. Because <laughs> they're all Bradleys. And finally is another first-timer. She is a comedian and actress who shares her name, according to LinkedIn, with a nana in a sewing shop. Wow. Please welcome Laura Dunneman. <laughs> Thank you. If I could share my name with anyone, I'm so glad it's a nana in a sewing shop. I don't know. This is her LinkedIn profile. It just says nana in a sewing Why shop. Why does a nana in a sewing shop have a LinkedIn profile? I don't profile. know if they're being funny or not. She, I, th- I think it's an author. It sounds like an author's name to me. I'm an Laura author. Laura Dunneman. No, I'm not. <laughs> you, you could be. I could I've be. I've seen you With write. the name. I just like the idea that this nana in the sewing shop, is. she's not... She doesn't run the sewing shop or have anything to she's do with it. In she's just in the sewing shop. And there's a computer there and she's got, well, I might as well set up a link. She <laughs> happens to have been placed in the yeah. sewing yeah. shop. She just she have a home? <laughs> Don't think so. Like a barbershop. <laughs> Our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media, where I read out status updates by the four of you and you have to buzz in and tell me who tweeted it. If you guess correctly, you get a point, but if you're incorrect... The person who actually wrote it gets the point, meaning if it's yours, you can't buzz in for your own. Your names are your buzzers, so get your poker faces ready. Okay, your first update is this one. I'm starting to think free Wi-Fi is a euphemism for shit service. Laura. Yes, Laura. Nelly. 
That was Brad Oaks. Mm. One point there for Brad. I, I now believe that. I started back then, but now I'm pretty sure now. <laughs> when, you, when you say free, free Wi-Fi is euphemism for shit service, do you mean that the cafe that you're receiving free Wi-Fi at has bad service, or do you mean the Wi-Fi you're using is bad? Ah, oh, you've discovered my trademark ambiguity. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. A, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Because I don't trust... When I log into the wi- free Wi-Fi, I never trust it. I never look at mm. anything that I could put personal details in. It's always like, oh, Google Maps, that'll do, and then get right. somewhere else. Yeah, I always feel like I'm being watched yeah. when I'm on that. Yeah. Okay, our next one is... What the fuck are those weird flavour crystals you get in packs of jerky and taco wraps? Taste like absolute shit. Brad. Yes, Brad. Greg Larson? That was Greg Larson, <laughs> yes. Yeah, the jerky that gave it away. Yeah, I, I, I tweeted that when I was eating a 250-gram bag of jerky. <laughs> Um, and I was really excited because it was, it was $13 for a 250-gram bag, and I feel like that's pretty good value. I only ever okay. see jerky in, like, service stations. Yeah. It's the only time I ever see jerky sold. I feel like jerky, though, soon it's going to become cool, and you'll see mm. it in, like, cafe, like, really cool cafes. It's already cool in Brisbane. Jerky. Is you it? You go up to Brisbane, there's some cool jerky places. Yeah, it's, you <laughs> yeah. can see it being made fresh in Singapore. It's pretty incredible. Mm. And all, there's also all those weird Chinese shops that have a million jerkies somewhere in horrible flavours, like well, banana chicken or something. Yeah, that's the um, the jerky. There's a, there's a shop near my house called Asian Supermarket. <laughs> it's literally called Asian Supermarket. And oh, they just it. have heaps of big bags of jerky. It's real good. It's a, it's <laughs> a bit of a red flag if you're touring with other comedians and you stop at one of those uh, service stations. And somebody goes, can you grab me a bag of jerky? And you think, mm, yeah. you're not the person I thought you were. <laughs> Let's just leave them there. Yeah. <laughs> Get me some of that vegetarian jerky. I'll stop it. <laughs> Question three. For those who think that I may have stopped watching Frasier, I haven't. Nelly. Greg. Yes, Nelly. Laura. That is Laura, yes. I love Frasier. I was really? going to say the same thing. I love Frasier so much. Do you love Niles? <laughs> I love Niles. I, last year I went through a period where I watched all of Frasier in like about a month and I like any opportunity I had I watched a Frasier Kelsey Grammer creeps me out he's a creepy I think he's a really good actor he is a really good actor he's a really staunch Republican too yeah I knew that actually yeah, I think we, it's that sideshow Bob thing like yeah. he's yeah. the voice and I, but we realised because right he was head. playing the character Frasier in Cheers yeah and then he went and he went through and played Frasier in Frasier. And he, he played was, Frasier in another TV show as well. He's been playing Frasier for like 20 was years. It, yeah. it wasn't Beck. No, it was before uh, Cheers and – no, it was in between Cheers and Frasier. Caroline in the City? One of those <laughs> James <laughs> L. Brooks shows. WKRP. Yeah, he had so many shows. Mad about know. you. And he married a stripper? <laughs> Listeners, Google it now. Paul, I, I give you permission to pause this podcast, Google it, and then send me the tweet, okay? Because I'll forget to Google it after this. Okay, question four. You have a gun to your head and have to name your baby either sperm malicious or sperm delicious. What's your choice? Death is not an option. Nelly. Yes, Nelly. Greg. That is Greg, yes. <laughs> of course that's me. <laughs> I would say 90% of my tweets are about sperm in some way. Sperm and jerky. <laughs> yeah. or, or, if you say, or if you say what the fuck. Chicken I the feel egg. like what the fuck is very you as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or just some like really on point political rant. It's like <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, uh, Greg does a character or used to do a character called Mr. Cum. Mm. In his uh, in his show, Fancy Boy, yeah. and so 
Why that. not Senor Spoof? Like. <laughs> cum is funnier than spoof. I spent a long time thinking about it. I think cum is the funniest word, followed by sperm, and then no, followed by sperms. 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 <laughs> sperms. Yeah. The one that knocked me out of my shoes was baby gravy. Baby, baby gravy. Doug Anthony All Stars. I remember Doug Anthony yeah. All Stars saying that. Yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. Baby yeah. gravy. Like, I had to go and hide under my bed for an hour, <laughs> <laughs> which was the wrong place to go. I told you. Okay, question five. For free furniture and other house goods, simply distribute bogus hard rubbish collection notices in your hood and then browse and take your pick. Greg. Tweeted that. Yes, Greg. Nelly. That was Bradford Oaks oh, there. Say Bradford. Another point for oh, Brad. Someone nicked it too. Yeah. Took that took that tweet. Oh, no, it was something somebody do it on stage. Oh. What? Don't do that. Oh well, I don't do it on stage anyway. Yeah, it's just, still. Yeah. It's it's not good enough to go into my hat. <laughs> who who nicked it? Name names. <laughs> no. Name and shame. <laughs> Question six. Just saw Mark Latham author, offering to put people's shopping trolleys back for them. Just saw Mark Latham offering Brad. to put people's shopping trolleys back for them. Yes, Brad. Great. That was Nellie White yeah. doing really? that. Yes. Was he in Melbourne or were you in Sydney? <laughs> uh, it was a joke. It was a Twitter, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, we're doing that, are we? It's all oh, might have been true. <laughs> Mark Latham was the first person I I didn't vote for him because I but I voted for the party, the Labour Party when he was the leader. Oh, okay. When I was eighteen and I still believe that's Good enough reason not to let eighteen-year-olds vote. Mm. That he could have been prime I minister. Maybe it was just because you don't like taxi drivers. It is, it is like me. I reckon it should be non-compulsory. You can vote, but non-compulsory until twenty-five, and then compulsory. You you got to. You can vote. donkey vote. You don't have to vote. I know, but they give you. They give them the option. I think that they should link it to if you uh, if you choose not to vote. You don't get to drink. You don't get... Oh, yeah. Right. Oh. Okay, because like, once you start drinking, you are mar- far more likely to be a problem to society, so you should have more at stake. And that good. way people go, well, it's not compulsory, but <laughs> drinking is. Yeah. When you turned 18, what was the first thing you went out and did? you go and buy booze? or did you? I remember the first day I turned, uh, a friend of mine drove me down, we bought uh, scratchies. <laughs> scratchies? <laughs> I, I went into the bottle shop. And the Riversdale Hotel, where I'd been drinking for three years, in my school uniform, <laughs> and bought some cans. And the guy said, I've got to ask you for ID. And I said, I know, I've been drinking for three years. He goes, I know, but you've got your school uniform on. So. All right, our next question. Here we go. I think I've figured out one of the Colonel's secret spices. Shame. I suspect it's in all junk food. Laura. Brad. Uh, Laura, yes. Nelly. It was Brad. Oh, good bluff there by Brad. I keep thinking your ones are Nellie's. You must have very similar mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question eight. I'm bored of the internet. Does that make me a bad person? Nellie. Yes, Nellie. Greg. It was Laura. Whoa. I don't remember yes, that. Yes, it does make you a bad person. Well, there's so much to do on the internet. Yeah. Games. Too much. Information. Music. Movies. <laughs> Movies. Pictures. I truly believe there's too many websites. Yeah. I reckon we could get it down to about 30. Yeah. That's yeah, all we need. That's a no, good idea. No, no. Do you know what? My, my new passion in the last 12 months has been I love reading comments, fights. Yeah, but oh, if, yeah. You, if you narrow it down the websites, the, the fights are still going to happen. Oh, yeah, they'll probably be vicious. No, no, yeah. no I, I, I think because there's just people out there that, you know, who remain passionless all their life and then somebody disses outdoor furniture and they're up for yeah. it <laughs> you know? and then that was the Godwin eff- and you know you, you know the Godwin effect that mm. you know uh, uh, an argument on the internet is over once somebody 
cites Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Where's that effect? Right? And, you know, more, see, I thought more specifically it was about the Holocaust. But it's just um, when people say, well, it's just like Nazi Germany. Apparently the yeah. whole debate's over. But I just see these beautiful fights break out. And there's there's about seven different characters yeah. that make it up. There's the... Um, the, there's that person who, um, the person who went to uni, the person who didn't go to uni, <laughs> the pacifist who just tried to calm everyone down, the uh, nana who's trapped in a sewing shop, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Laura Dunham. Yeah, she, she types, she types an uppercase. Right? <laughs> there's usually somebody who tries to drag religion into it, and often there's somebody who's like a Monty Python buff or something yeah. like that who's always going to come in and go, oh, "I've come back, I'll bite your head off." Oh God! I I was. For the radio show I do on, on Triple R, I had to interview John, John Ronson, uh, who wrote the book So You've Been Publicly Shamed. And he had a great thing about people are outraged the same amount about something innocuous like a spelling mistake as they are about war. Yeah. It's a, there's, no, there's no extra outrage for the war. People are the same outrage. And he he's, doesn't have great hopes for the future. I, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's a little bit simplistic because you know, I, I have marched against war, but I wouldn't march against you know, yeah. outrage. I, you know. um, but on the internet, people are just as outraged. I mm. left the book, uh, So You've Been Publicly Shamed, on a train, um, and it was a library book. And so I got about 10 different phone calls from the librarian from Flinders Street Station, all telling me that I left, I've been publicly shamed <laughs> on the train. Brad, Nelly. Our next, our next tweet, here we go. Hey, Pizza Hut Australia, if I posted some pictures of your pizzas and then some pictures of dog shit, do you think you could tell the difference? Nelly. Yes, Nelly. Greg. That is Greg, yes. (laughs) Pizza Hut has got, like, Pizza Hut has never been a gourmet pizza restaurant. No. By any stretch of the imagination. But it's always been, like, a meaty, cheesy, whatever. It's fine for fast food. It has gone to the dogs. (laughs) I am just so sick of Pizza Hut. It used to be... As far as fast food pizza goes, the premium option now, it's just nothing. So you can't, even, you can't even get a pizza on their website. It doesn't work. That's outrage. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's yeah. outrage. This is the outrage. Yeah. No, got his blood up. <laughs> now that, I agree, because now they're just trying to shove anything into the pizzas, and I think mm. it's just for publicity. They yeah, had that exactly. one with the meat pie. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing that got me really angry. It's because I saw the ad for the meat pie pizza. Then I was like, well, now I'm going to have to get this, and I'm, I'm not <laughs> I'm happy forced about to. it. I don't want to get it, but how can I not buy a meat pie pizza? I got on their website. I, I physically could not buy it because their website sucks and everything about them sucks. <laughs> like, I couldn't even get the shitty food they wanted to feed me. You can't me. call? Can't you call? Oh, I'm not going to call. I'm not calling anybody. I love, I love the way, too, that you, that you you couldn't have seen that, but Laura did the old handset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she did a landline. I can't believe it. And our last question for this round, question 10. My mother likes Becca. Where's my Australian story? Greg. <laughs> yes, Greg. Nelly. You are correct, Greg. Yes. That is Nelly. That's, you, off the mark, Greg. I remember that, that, I remember that one. I was just, uh, I forgot your name. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot mine, I mean. At the end of that round, the scores are Laura on one point, Greg on one point, but equal in the lead, Nelly and Brad both on four points. Oh, yes. oh, it's a big moustache contest. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's out. That's a euphemism. (laughs) All right, this round is called Yearbook. In this round, we go back in time to one of our guests' school days and talk about someone or an event important from their childhood. Today, we travel back to a young Laura Dunneman attending Year 11 in a posh all-girls school. 
But what happened during a three-month period that rocked the school? Was it you had three-month periods. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> was it A, the PE teacher started transitioning and left one term as Mr. Hannaford, came back the next term as Ms. Casey and then left the school the following term? Was it B, neighbour star Stephanie McIntosh started the school as a mature-age student for one term to finish off her HSC? St Kilda footballer Nick Revolt would often pick her up from the school and the girls would literally go crazy. Or was it C, for three months one of the students would graffiti the toilet walls by using their own excrement? They were known throughout the school as the Pooh Bandit. A, B, or C. Now, you can ask Laura as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, she wants you to answer incorrectly because then she gets your point. You three don't have to answer together. You can all answer individually if you want. The floor is open for questions. I, I would like to first ask to clarify, if it, which character did Stephanie McIntosh play? She was Sky Mangle. Sky Mangle. And was she lived with, um, I think she lived with Harold with and Madge. Yeah. Oh, Sky! Yeah, yeah she was. Oh, uh, I remember yeah, she Sky. was. Yeah. yeah, and she was, and she had that song that was terrible. Yeah, what was that song called? Uh, I don't know. Who cares? Which <laughs> 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 is the main so point? She, she's the one who rode the motorbike. No, that's no, that's that was Steph. 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 Yeah. Steph. So oh. this was the actor's name was Stephanie McIntosh. Right, because she uh, the motorbike. I saw her get into a fight in um, the the uh, star bar. I was I was judging a, a little black dress competition. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I, I, uh, I I used to be a bit of a slave, and uh, and she was judging. It and uh, yeah, she she, uh, she she started a brawl and threw some pretty nasty riding. Well, she rode the motorbike and went to prison. So yes, I. So I don't. Th- what I was saying was the character did. Really? Yeah. 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 But now that. she's back. She's yeah. back. I gotta yeah. start watching Neighbours again. Sorry. You know why she's back? Because she's just finished her HSC. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what kind of car did uh, Nick Reedwell drive? He had like an SUV kind of four-wheel drivey thing. And she used to call him Nicky. Yeah, good. She used to call him Nicky. Nicky. Yeah, because she was like, she was kind of, um, she was into herself, like for sure. Because, you know, she knew that we were all, you know, watch neighbours and that kind of thing. And so we'd like sometimes be like, oh, Steph, do you want to come down? Because she was in my year level when she was there. And we we're like, Steph, do you want to come down the street, we're going to, you know, go to Charcoal Chicken after school. And she'd be like, oh, nah, Nikki's picking me up. <laughs> Is, did she, um, was she kind of similar in dress sense to her character? Like, was she alternative kind of fashions or was she very, like, she mainstream? Was, she wore, like, um, like really nice jewellery, like um, like a lot of, like, silver kind of jewellery. She didn't really come to many parties, though. Cause no I think uniform? She thought that she was better than all of us. So, and because we were in school uniform. Every single day, but she wasn't like alternative, like Sky Mangle is okay. or was. <laughs> but, so she She's w- current. She wore a school uniform. Yeah. Do you have any photos from school? <laughs> Not on me. Sorry. <laughs> was the school uniform a little black dress? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the judge. Bradford, it is. Um, so yeah, going back to your little black dress judging, was it just? Yes, that is a little black dress. Well done. <laughs> no, it's, it's just look. It's a really pervy thing. Yeah. You know, it's, I think you can understand. Let's move on back to the schoolgirl in, in the dress then. <laughs> oh, no, but I, I did not mention, but uh, the, it was only animals that wore them. No, um, <laughs> could I just ask, um, what were some of the things the Pooh Bandit wrote? <laughs> well, I never saw a graffiti by the Pooh Bandit, but there was like apparently the Pooh Bandit wrote things like peekaboo. <laughs> <laughs> not bickaboo. <laughs> 
<laughs> or, <type> um, <laughs> me again. <laughs> How's that for cursive like, script? Um, like they tried to be kind of menacing with their messages. So it's like, you can't catch me. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so menacing. That's, yeah. Was the poop? Was the poo bandit ever caught? I forget. Was that said or? Uh, no, well, not that we know of, but mm. I think that probably, like, if the poo bandit was caught, they probably wouldn't be publicly shamed. It sounds like something Sky Bangles would do. <laughs> yeah, Sky Bangles. Right. I mean, the three stories could all intertwine yeah. quite well, actually. <laughs> I, what was the first one again? The, 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 the first one? Let me re- yeah, there was a the PE teacher tran- oh, the uh, was transitioning. The one yeah. we all dismissed straight away. Uh, or did we? I, I have some questions. Mm-hmm. Um, are you in contact with Ms. Casey now? Did you? No, no. I didn't do like year 12 PE or anything like that. So I just kind of watched from afar. But there was a lot of talk going on at the time when it happened. And because there was this other male teacher who taught music and there was this rumour flying around that he, that like a student walked in on him kissing another male teacher and he like left the week after. So... There was a lot of like gossip about different teachers and when she came back as Miss Casey, I think there was just so much gossip that then she was gone the term after yeah, that. You can it was see just too the, much. The poo bandit would be writing that. Yeah. yeah. That's what I said. The three stories are very Stephanie McIntosh was writing graffiti about Miss Casey. <laughs> I in her own what if poo. Stephanie what if Stephanie McIntosh was your PE teacher? Yeah. <laughs> I rest my case. I said author earlier, didn't I? And yeah. Th- that's that's your, yeah. your, your what three if, intertwined What parts. if Sky Mangle used to be Guy Mangle? <laughs> I, she I'm transitioned just, and became a PE teacher. I, I'm not, I I'm think just, the clue is I, in the Mangle. <laughs> mangle. I'm a bit Guy disappointed. Uh, I'm a bit disappointed in the, um, the, the literature of the Pooh Bandit. Uh, and I'll just say, I saw, I was <laughs> doing a gig, I was on tour in Adelaide doing a gig in a university. And I went to a toilet. This is the best graffiti I ever saw. And that's off the subject, but it, it's um, it, it was uh, somebody had written right. You know, you turn your head to the right, and somebody had written, "Don't beam me up now, Scotty. I'm having a shit." Right? <laughs> but the eye from shit went all the way up the wall <laughs> and across the top of the roof. <laughs> and wow. I, started, I started laughing. I was really badly hungover, and I started laughing. And then some people came in, and I thought. I can't laugh and then come out of the toilet. <laughs> so I have to wait till they go. And so they went. And then the uh, amusing part of that story got me and I started laughing again. <laughs> I've gone on this cycle of not being able to leave the toilet. <laughs> I was there for months. <laughs> Any more questions? I'd, I'd like to solve this. Okay, yes. The floor is closed for questions. Okay, we're going to go around for answers. So, uh, Greg, you, you want to solve it? I, a, B, I, or C? I think, and this is based on, I think, the the teacher story is kind of plausible. I feel like it's a little bit hazy in the details. I feel like the poo story, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying <laughs> this this watch out for the poo bandit. Um, <laughs> I, I think based on... and the. The, the way you recall details of Stephanie McIntosh seemed like you were remembering it. I'm going to say Stephanie McIntosh went to your school. Okay, Stephanie McIntosh. That's B for Greg. Okay, uh, Brad? I'm not sure. I was wondering what Nelly was going to do. Okay, we'll try that. <laughs> Nelly, what are you thinking then? We'll go to you. I was uh, twirling my moustache over here <laughs> and thinking it's uh, the Pooh Bandit. You think it's the Pooh Bandit. So Nelly locks in C. Well, 
I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go for A then. Oh, A for Brad. Oh. The correct answer was C. It was the Pooh Bandit. What? Yes, we had a Pooh one, Bandit. One oh, point no there way. for Nelly. I did think two it was the for Pooh Laura. So well done, yes. Laura. Oh. None for Greg and none for Brad. So I was the Pooh Bandit. <laughs> it was the best three months ever. <laughs> There was so much gossip going around the school. You can't catch me, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because my friend Shari found one one day. Because we knew knew that it was during the daytime because they checked the toilets at the beginning of the day in case it was like someone breaking into the school. So it was definitely like a student. And she found one one day and she said, it said, you can't catch me. I suppose you're limited in how much... How much you can write. Yeah. Really. Well, there was a lot of talk about like how they were doing it, like what method they were using. Bring like, it was, in. It was all that anybody talked about. And then, yeah, so the first time it happened, we all got um, like brought into the Year 11 common room and our coordinator, Mrs. Richards, was like, girls, something very disturbing has happened. <laughs> they knew a it was a Year 11 poo. Well, no, because oh. everybody got briefed. Okay, I thought, everybody got briefed. I thought forensics. Yeah. She's like, some, somebody who is very sick, a very sick individual, has used their own excrement <laughs> to write on the toilet. Can you imagine that staff room where yeah. they're all gathered together yeah. and like, you're going to have to <laughs> tell the kids? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you said, you said you saw a teacher. Yeah, Mr. Cugley. Mr. Cugley got <laughs> caught once. It was at the height of the poo bandit <laughs> scandal and we saw Mr. Cugley, our vice principal, <laughs> running from one of the toilets during class going, it's happened again. <laughs> it's happened again. And we got put really, in lockdown. <laughs> I want to see a really serious dramatic film made about this, similar to Zodiac. Like <laughs> yeah. It's just like some hotshot like, sort of reporter who does the crossword puzzles is trying to figure out who this poo bandit is and maybe he's on the trail but they don't really know. And what if there was no. more than one? Like, who knows? Or that TV show where they... he gets the next day's newspaper today. <laughs> Would they, uh, wouldn't they have got a turd writing expert or something? Like, yeah, you know? I think they were close to doing that. They really yeah. wanted to catch the poo bandit. Get, just get a, a vat of mud and everyone dip their finger in and write, catch me if you can. <laughs> it's, uh, just, yeah, yeah it's, it's, look, how long ago was that? Uh, would have been like 15 years ago, okay, 13 so the, years ago. I'm just saying the statute of limitations has probably passed on that. So if, if by some chance the your school was, do you want to say? Oh, it was St. Margaret's St. Margaret's, Pooh Bandit. If you're out there, yeah. contact Josh. Someone yes. knows. Somebody knows Some, what happened. I reckon it's not. It's probably two people. I would not. say they're probably dead by now. There was a look. <laughs> if they're that much of a risk taker. At the end of that round, the scores are Greg still on one point. Laura made some headway there. You're on three points. Brad on four, but a clear leader now. Nellie White on five points. Our next round is called Knowing Me, Knowing You. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. In this round, I read out something that's happened to someone in this room. You have to say whether they happened to me or to someone else on the panel. If you answer correctly, you get a point. 
incorrectly, the person whose story it may or may not be about gets the point. So you get this individually. So the first one is to Laura. Now, was it Greg or was it me? who one day at our job accidentally misgendered a trans customer slash patron who got so angry at us they pulled up their shirt to show us their breasts to prove they were a woman. Was that Greg or was that me? You can ask us questions. We're both open books. You can ask us anything. Where have you worked, Greg, in the past? Um, I've worked at a lot of retail. I've worked at Kmart. Oh, that's, yeah. Uh, wow Sight and Sound. Which is now that does not exist anymore. Is it called, what was that one? Uh, it's called Wow Sight and Sound. <laughs> what kind of place is uh, Wow Sight and Sound? It was like it was like JB Hi-Fi, but really, really dodgy. Yeah, it sounds the, like the owners. It. The owners but were really real dodgy. dodgy people, but really uh, dodgy. Yeah, it was real dodgy. <laughs> is, is Wow like is Sight and Sound? Sorry, it's Wow. Is that like a sense? Yeah, it's like, sight sound. like wow, you have my to, sight, my sound. Yeah, yeah. And you have to say, like, because I do the, the announcements <laughs> at the end of the day, and I'd be like, wow, sight and sound. Better turn you into poo banner. What other jobs have you had, Josh? Well, this you happened worked at the, the library. The State Library, yes. So you get a lot of different people coming into the State Library. You get a lot of, because uh, it's free internet and uh, clean and free public toilets. Did they get kicked out afterwards? They didn't know because it was you can't. Once someone does that, you can't be like, "Oh, you proved your c- case. Get out." <laughs> so you have to be very understanding. And of course, I apologised, and I was apologising at the time. But this person was just, just wanting to have a have an argument, have a go. Yeah. What, where did it happen for it, you? It did happen at Wow Sight and Sound. <laughs> um, it was at Wow Sight and Sound. Well, and did was... you go Wow? <laughs> <laughs> Sight and sound. <laughs> um, I, it, and it happened while I was that they, because we would process interest-free loans. So if someone gets a TV, it'll be like thirty-six months interest-free. And oh. it all occurred when I was when I had their ID card because I, I needed to check their ID. And the the gender and the the person on the ID card looked very different to the gender and the person who I was talking to. And I simply thought they've just given me someone else's ID. And then that's how it all happened. Okay. Okay, I think I'm ready to make a decision. Who are you going to lock in? State Library. It was, in fact, Greg Larson. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. I have a question, um, Greg. Was yeah. it a turn on? Uh, no, I was just very scared. Because <laughs> um, like... they, oh, they, they were very, very angry. And I felt terrible. But it was like they gave me the ID card. And the whole time I... It's just there was a man there talking to me. He had a like a like not a beard but facial hair. He was talking to me, blah blah blah. And when I got the ID card as a woman, and it just looked like a different person, and I was like, ah, uh, oh, you've got to use your own ID. And he went, uh, yeah, I am. And I thought he was kind of making a joke, as in like, oh, because a lot of people would use like their wife's ID or something like that. We were deep This was no, this was in Queensland though. This was uh, bloody uh, uh, Kedron. And who cares? And, uh, and then so, and then and then my the person I was working with came over, looked over my shoulder, and goes, uh, "Nah, man, you got to use your own ID." And then that was it. And he lifted up his shirt and showed me like he had breasts, and sort of like right in my face, and went, uh, "If you got a fucking problem, mate, you need me to fucking prove it." And then just and then he grabs ID and like ran out. No bra, no bra at all, <laughs> at all. So you know, um, was what did. Uh, he yelled, tits out for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> if, if he ran out with his top up and somebody was driving past going, that's why they call it well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So a point there for Greg. Okay, so to Nelly. Was it Brad or me who once had a job where we had to cold call people and get them to buy fax machines? No one wanted to buy fax machines and we only lasted three weeks. Was that Brad or was that me? Um, do I have to ask questions? You can ask questions or, or you can just jump in if you think you know. I think it's know. Brad. <laughs> it, why, do you, <laughs> why do you think it's Brad? It's Brad. Because, uh, his moustache is <laughs> tweaking. <laughs> um, because fax machines are an old technology it's got and a Brad in it. is... Yeah. Older than I me. thought it was me as soon as you read it. <laughs> well, it is, in fact, Brad. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Point there for Nelly, yes. I, I had a whole story I was going to say. Oh, I was, I'm sorry. I was at university and I was trying to call it. No one wanted to buy them because it, it, it's an old technology. But I had to fax something a couple of weeks ago. I didn't know what to do. I called them and asked them what I had to do. Well, <laughs> what, what about the other bit of that story, which would have given it away? A way in. Well, I, I want to leave something for you to go into when they ask you questions but that, what is the other part of that story Brad? Well that we also were selling um, these newfangled things called our cellular phones which people I'd ring people up they go that'll never catch on. It really yeah. was that thing though when because I was a right. late a late um, adapter to the mobile phone and that was I think 2002 or 2003 even mm. by then everyone's like I can't believe you don't have a mobile phone. This would have so been 80, 88 probably. Yeah. 2002, 2003, that was like the height of Snake. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You had the one, the big Nokia ones. Yeah. And the yeah. only thing you could do was get a different cover. Yeah. So to Brad, is it Laura or is it me who has a fake front tooth which got knocked out in a basketball accident when our own player fell on our head? Our tooth actually came out, but we just pushed it back in and kept on playing. Is it me or is it Laura? Well, uh, playing basketball. Okay, so uh, do you play basketball? As a kid, I played basketball, yes. Who for? Havenview Hawks was my team. Okay, do you play basketball? Yeah. Who for? The Gloucester... <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's Josh. <laughs> no, no. The, the Gloucester who? No. I, I don't know what Gloucester is. It no. the, the Gloucester what? Like? <laughs> I, I I'm sorry, but I, I was looking at it when we were sitting out the front earlier and I just thought... God, he, he's, he's got okay. a fake front tooth like I used to have. Well, this is the thing. Laura, I just think, has done the best lie in the game yearbook ever. And that is, you've just gone from the best to the worst. <laughs> it is me. Yes, I have a fake right. front tooth. But Laura, also... I've got fake front teeth too. Yeah. Yeah. I knocked them out in Darwin. I was on holidays and I swam into the side of the swimming pool because oh. I was just showing off and they both floated to the bottom. No. Right. And I had these like... Things like ah, this. Right, <laughs> my mum, we went back to Melbourne. My mum wouldn't let me get them fixed by anyone other than this dentist called Paris, who everybody went to. So I had to wait a whole school term to oh. get them fixed. And in that time, we went to Sovereign Hill on camp, right? <laughs> and who did and you we, get to play? Did you we, get to play like. I was a peasant girl. Because <laughs> all the other girls, they got to put be like in like, you know, pinafores and like got all these photos with Japanese tourists. They put me in like a brown poncho and I'm left handed I had to write with my right hand for the whole week and be the like street urchin <laughs> who did Stephanie McIntosh play I don't no, know <laughs> did the poop man go to Sovereign Hill <laughs> yeah that's um yeah well I know but because you, you said fake front tooth yeah singular right because you, yeah. you said you've got multiples but I, I was looking at it because I, I used to have a very similar thing but now 
I had more than one fake tooth. And you yeah. lost yours at basketball. Basketball when I was 13. I didn't, tough. I didn't get it fixed until 2006. When you got your mobile phone? Six. Yeah, wow. 2006. <laughs> late, late, late bloomer to the uh, getting your tooth fixed. You don't get around this shit, do you? No, so it was, it was very grey, grey blue when, yeah. yeah. when I first started comedy. It was grey blue. So ah, Earl, Earl Grey Teeth was my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I like the name, the Gloucester Who for the, basketball yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the Globe Pros. Okay, so to no, Greg. Was, oh. so, and the, the thing too is you looked in the wrong spot. Oh, did I? Yeah. I was like, Brad's playing I was, it very I well. I was freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Basketball team. The Globetrotters? No. Okay, to Greg. Was it me or was it Nelly who had our science teacher tell us that we'll never amount to anything, mainly because he was very bitter because his brother worked at NASA? Was that me or was that Nelly? Mainly because he was bitter that his, because his brother worked at NASA. A very but bitter also, science teacher, yes. But also, what... what to both of you, what were you good at science or? I was not good at, I was good at every other subject but science. But science, all right. And when I say good, I was quiet in all the other subjects and the teachers <laughs> just go, oh yeah, that's a boy, he's good then. I and was good at uh, butt science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, is, that, is that the smart, kind of smart aleck answer you gave your science teacher? <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> that's the tone. Um, well, and was your you weren't good at science then? You were not. Uh, I was just very. I was very chatty. I used to do a lot mm. of Simpsons quotes. I was a real charmer. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's good. Um, do you, okay, what was your science teacher's name? Mr. Moyle. And what was your science? Teacher? Mr. Verz. Mr. Verz. Mm. And we used to. He used to like. This is bad, but we everyone in the school used to say. Gay Mr. Verse, and he would lose his mind because he, instead of saying g'day, we would say gay. And he knew it, but he couldn't prove it, and he would just go absolutely crazy at everyone. Did he go and Rightly butt fuck so. a man? <laughs> Rightly so, but it was just this I'm thing. So of mad, I've got to go fuck a man. <laughs> <laughs> and he went to your school and kissed a man. That's, that's like when I, was in, when I was in high school, my English teacher. Her name was Mrs. Farkas. Oh, um, don't go into school if you... Yeah. Don't, don't exactly. be a teacher if your surname's exactly. Farkas. And, she, yeah, people, it just... It, it, at first, it was kind of subtle, but by the end of the year, it was like, excuse me, Mrs. Fuckass. <laughs> when I was she teaching... She lasted a year? Yeah. I never taught as in, like... I wasn't a teacher in a school, but I, I did the training. And in the, huh. my first one, the kids went, Mr. Earl, and just... By the end of my two weeks there, it was Mr. Earl. <laughs> that never happened until I got to uh, Brooks High. Wow. And it was just like, oh, yeah. And so the whole class was them vomiting at me. I was like, nah, this is not going to be for me. That's unfortunate. <laughs> um, can I ask, was it, uh, to bo- the questions to both of you, oh, Josh first, um, did, did, did a particular incident sort of set this off for him to say that you'll never amount to anything? Uh, it was just, I was just... Not paying attention and trying to distract other people in the class. And because I was quiet, I got put in the top tier. There were three tiers. And because I was a pretty good kid in every other class, I went, oh, yeah, he can go in the top tier. And it was, I was just out of my depth and didn't want to appear dumb. So I would just kind of get my, my friend who sat next to me, Scott Drummond, in trouble as well. <laughs> All right, and Nelly? Um, there was no particular incident. But, like, I knew him out of school. Um, Because he went to school with my dad. My dad was friends with his brother who worked at NASA. And he said that he was always a prick. (laughs) So I think that because I had background knowledge of him, he knew that I knew he was a dickhead. All right. Well, I... Based on this, based on the the backstory, 
I'm going to say Nelly. You are correct, Greg. It was <laughs> Nelly. Yes. Well done. Well That's done. my truth. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of that round, the scores are... So, Greg, you did well there. You're on three points now, so you got two points in that one. Laura, you're also on three points. You can get any points there. Brad, you're on five, but Nelly is on six points. Yes. Ooh. Our final game is called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten quickfire questions. The answer is one of you in each one. Okay, so individually one of you. It's not the same person every time. That would be boring. You get a point if you get it right. This is the only round where you lose points <gasps> if you get it wrong. Okay, so your names, remember, are your buzzers. So just here we go. Your first question is this. Who plays trombone? Brad. Yes, Brad. Greg. It is not Greg. It is Laura Dunneman plays trombone. Like a champion. Greg plays the saxophone. Bloody private oh, school. we can start a band. Yeah, let's do it. Scar band. Jazz band. No, scar. <laughs> Salvation. <laughs> Salvation Army band. Who could play the Christmas tunes at the shopping centre? We, sh- yeah, we should. What made you choose... <laughs> What the made you choose who? trombone? Can I ask? Um, or was it given to you? We had like a. It was called the. It was called the Grade Five Brass Program, because nobody wanted to play brass, and so each person had to play a brass instrument for a term, and I got given the trombone because my arms were longer than everybody else, <laughs> which is so stupid, and I just stuck with it. In, I liked it. In Bernie, the uh, town mascot is an emu. And so the brass band, the kids' brass band was called the E-Musicians. <laughs> and my brother played for him and he picked the euphonium because that was the biggest instrument because someone kid had already picked the tuba and he didn't want to play in the band anymore because he had to carry it around all the time. Yeah. And so he stopped playing after like a time. I used to have like constant bruises on the side of my leg because I'd have to like carry my trombone case. I've still got it at home. I oh, that's, that's what your parents told dots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, our next question. Whose best friend in primary school was so shy they would whisper into this person's ear and this person would then translate? Greg. Yes, Greg. Nelly. You are correct. That is, that wow. is Nelly, yes. <laughs> I'm gun shy now. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> well, uh, her name was Victoria Ratanelski. She eventually became a model in Japan. Oh, wow. And is she a real person? Yeah. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened to her after that. I think she just... Maybe became a hermit or something. It's very hard to get in contact <laughs> with someone who's too shy to talk. Yeah. Okay, question three. Who here told me of their love of Gilbert and Sullivan light operas? Laura. Brad. Yes, Laura. Bradford. That is correct. Yes, Brad loves a bit of I didn't Gilbert say love. You told me, you told me of your deep love <laughs> for three little mates from school. Love we. <laughs> <laughs> Who is obsessed with Kate Middleton? Brad. Brad, yes. Uh, Laura. It is correct. Yes, Laura is obsessed. (laughs) How obsessed are you? So much that I have this website that I visit every single day called What Kate Wore, and it's just got What Kate Wore. (laughs) So if she she was in Frasier, it would just be... (laughs) Yeah, Kate Middleton in Frasier. I'd watch it every day. I reckon the lady trapped in the sewing shop goes there too. (laughs) (laughs) Who once had a job building fences? Who once had a job building... Yes, Greg. Brad. You are correct, it is yeah, Brad, that's yes. A, that's a lay-down there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like fences. <laughs> you can't swear. How backbreaking is building fences? It's, it, initially, it is. Once you get a bit of technique, you know, because we, I built fences around inner Sydney, like Bondi, mainly around the eastern suburbs, and so we'd knock down an old fence on an existing property. And 
I just got cunning. Like my boss one day said to me, I want you to knock down that fence on this corner property. It's about 110, 130 feet of fence. And uh, he said, I'll give you X amount of dollars. And it was raining and I was sniveling and I was sitting in my van and I thought, it's a pretty old fence. So I drove the van into it <laughs> and the entire fence fell down and I just kind of stacked it up and he came back three hours later and he said, how'd you do it so quick? And I said, I was hoping this involved a story of you being nude on a wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that was after fencing, <laughs> before comedy. Question six. Who wants to listen to the singer Joan Osborne take a piss? Laura. Yes, Laura. Nelly. It is correct. Yes, Nelly listened to Joan what? Osborne. <laughs> Wang one out. Well, I really love the singer Joan Osborne. <laughs> Um, and I went to my friend got me backstage passes for Motown Festival in WA, like one of those wineries. And so we, like, I got a photo with her after she came off stage because she's an amazing soul singer. Um, and um, then we went into the loose to use the loose. Piddle piddle piddle. <laughs> and then she came in, and we just I just didn't know what to say, so we just stood there in silence while we heard her wee. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you didn't record it. And my friend was like, just say something, just anything. <laughs> it was really intense. Nice wee. Yeah. <laughs> Good one flow. Time, one, time when, um, one time I was on like a school camp or something, or like an excursion, and one of the teachers came into the toilets, right, to have a wee, and this girl in my year level, Chrissy Savinkoff, she just goes, I can hear you wee. <laughs> <laughs> Like <laughs> See when you when you started that story though, because you said I'm a big Joan Osborne fan. I just for some reason thought that meant that one you were gonna say, oh, and then one day I found like an audio file of her <laughs> weed on the internet, so I downloaded it and listened to it. Yeah, I go to the website what Joan Weed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question seven: Whose first kiss was at a bush dance? Whose first kiss Laura. was at a bush dance? Yes, Laura. Greg. It is Greg. Yes, Greg. First <laughs> kiss at a bush dance. Yeah, it was at a bush dance and it was a, a girl named Libby and she was a diver. She was into diving and her friend had... I was sitting with my friend Clinton at the basketball courts at the bush dance and her friend... I can't remember what her friend name is, but she was sitting with Libby and then her friend came up to me and goes, oh, do you want to get with Libby? <laughs> That's exactly how it happened. Yeah, and I just went like, oh, I don't know. I wouldn't know what to do. And then she just came over and she was like, oh, do you want to make out with me or what? And I was like, yeah, all right. And then uh, Pash, this girl named Libby. Good for her for backing herself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she was, yeah. yeah. And then she also, um, she was like then sort of like sitting there and we had our arms around each other. And then some guys started walking past and she quickly jumped up and just started calling me a nerd. And, <laughs> and then when the guys left, she sat back down. She's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I just can't be seen with you. Wow. Like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Oh, I know Libby. <laughs> That's so depressing how... Easily, men will be used just for some, yeah. some yeah. kissing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, oh, that's call me right. whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. Question eight. Who here loves Kevin Sheedy? Who loves Kevin Sheedy? Greg. Yes, Greg. Laura. No, it's Nelly <laughs> yeah. Thomas loves Kate Kevin Middleton, Sheedy. Kate Nelly Thomas. Frazier and Kevin Sheedy. <laughs> Nelly Thomas, sorry. Nelly White. Let's give Nelly Thomas a call and see how she feels about Kevin Sheedy. <laughs> do, you, do you like him because he's mental? I like him because he brought a lot of Aboriginal players into the game. Okay. Can, can I just ask, who is Kevin Sheedy? He's the former oh. coach of Essendon. And he is a champion. Okay. He, he and Neil Craig, for a while there, were trying to bring back into AFL coaches the look of forgotten my teeth. They both look like they haven't put their teeth in. 
<laughs> they've both they've both got a full I set of chompers. Like an but art thing, like forgotten Matisse. I was <laughs> looking at you really <laughs> intently. No, they don't have like yeah. I've heard Kevin Cheedy pissing. Oh wow! <laughs> what Kevin pissed? <laughs> well, I'm, I've heard them all because I did a gig at Essen Footy Club, and we're all all on the toilets throughout the night. I was just in there listening to them all. Uh-huh. I couldn't tell you. But it sounded pretty much Is like that when you else. were laughing at the graffiti yeah. in the toilet? it was in Adelaide. <laughs> it's a true story. Okay, question nine. Whose first job was at a Kmart photo lab? Uh, Brad. Yes, Brad. Greg. It is Greg, yes, yes. That is correct. Yes, that was me. I, I once... The, 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 the funniest thing that ever happened to me at the photo lab... Well, not the funniest thing, but just the <laughs> best thing was when I was developing photos and I would have to check the photos as I developed them and it was a, a, a couple who had obviously been on their honeymoon and just had all these photos of them having sex. Heaps of them. And I was 16, uh, and I was like, this is pretty great. I'm having a real good day. Double prints. I, te- yeah. I love your teenage voice. Yeah. I, I didn't tell them why you abandoned it. Yeah, um, yeah whatever. Um, yeah, that's right. And then when I handed, when I handed them back the photos, um, the, the, the woman uh, sort of... I handed them back and she quickly grabbed them and goes, oh, you can't look at those. You know, you're not allowed to see those. And what what, what I'd like, like to think I would have said was, uh, you know, I have to check every photo. Yeah. I have to, like it's my job. But I actually went, oh, you're yeah, sorry. And then just gave them back to her. Um, wow. But yeah, I got to see them nice having tweet. sex and everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And they were married. So, yeah, you know, they were married. Not a sin. Yeah. Okay, our final question. Who, when I asked what advice would you give someone, responded thusly. A full barbecue chicken contains slightly less calories than you need in a day, which means right. for most people, <laughs> if you just eat one full chicken a day and nothing else, you will lose weight. Yes, Brad? Greg. It was Greg, yes. Greg Larson there said yeah. that. I think I saw yeah. that. <laughs> when I know that I have said that, you said you, no. Well, first time you were on this show, sure. on this uh, podcast, was uh, a long time ago. Yeah. But you said that in the in the yeah questionnaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure you posted it somewhere. I probably have. Yeah, I've been getting into full birds lately. Like. It's just fun to eat a full bird. I thought you were talking about like women. Oh, like no. full women with all their limbs. No amputees. <laughs> Not my, for Greggy. My dad's go-to story to impress anyone, and it doesn't matter how long you've been for, is the story of when he was down at KFC and he ordered two tender roast chickens to take home and the guy said, eat in or take away. And he said, and this is my dad thing, he goes, and I looked around and I said, if you can find a guy who can eat two whole chickens, here's my number. Call me. I want to meet that man. <laughs> that is my dad's go-to story. If was, you meet him for was that in the more paper? than an hour, yeah. like he will tell that story. The story will come up just somehow. So yeah. there you go. Well, anyway, get your dad on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. I, 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 lose weight. I, I used to be annoying when I, I'd be out when I was, I was pissed when I'd be coming home from nightclubs and I'd go to McDonald's and ask for a hundred hash browns. And they just, like, particularly at a casino, McDonald's, and the kids would just look at me and go, oh, what? <laughs> uh, there'd, be a, there'd be a bit of a wait. I'm, well, I'm not going to eat them all at once, am I? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I did it. At the just, end, I didn't want to go home. I was lonely. At the end of the game, this was a very close game. So Greg on four points. So you come fourth, Greg. Great. And it all came down to the final, final question. <gasps> On six points is Laura. On six points is Nelly. But on seven points, our winner uh, is Bradford Oaks. Yes. Well done, Brad. Thank you very much. Thank you.
Seven points all came down to knowing who eats that a chicken. chicken. <laughs> so yeah. thank you for playing Don't You Know Who I Am. Before we go, quick round of plugs now. Uh, Nelly, you're on Twitter. Uh, I am on Twitter. I'm at Nelskies. Remember the last time I was on here, I talked about launching a podcast. Yes. Well, I'm really launching it this time. Excellent. On the 1st of October. It's called Fava Beans and a Nice Chianti. And it's about food and popular culture. So first episode would already be out now by the time this one goes out. Oh, excellent. excellent. Uh, I'm glad to hear that it's going well. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Laura? Um, oh, I'm on Twitter. Yes. Yes. Laura Dunneman. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> and if you're on the one that says trapped in a sewing shop again, <laughs> it's the wrong one. <laughs> I'm trapped in a sewing shop. Try again. Um, and I've also got a Facebook page as well for my Excellent, comedy. excellent. And go and see both Nelly and Laura when they do comedy because they're very, very funny. Uh, Greg? Uh, yeah, uh, if you want to go on my Twitter, it's Greg M. <laughs> Larson, I think, or Gregory M. Larson. It's Greg M. Larson. It's Greg M. Larson. I've just, I, yes. I keep saying I'm going to use Twitter more and I've, I've started to a bit. Um, I hate it. I don't follow anyone. Um, and... Uh, oh, I, I don't know if it'll still be out, but ABC iView, I've got a pilot out called Fancy Boy, and it's really good, probably. It's very um, funny. And if you please watch it and uh, tell your friends about it, because you know there's a potential that maybe we could get a series if a lot of people like it. So please watch it. It's very, very funny. And Brad, uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm shit at it at the moment. Um, <laughs> I'm at Brad underscore Oaks O A K E S. I'm on Facebook. And uh, watch out, my, my good rock and buddy, Mr. Christopher Wainhouse. Chris Wainhouse, very funny comedian, has just moved to Melbourne and we will be starting a podcast uh, sometime in October. Excellent, excellent. So look out for that. Uh, thank you for everyone who's been downloading this. Uh, thank you for downloading the last episode of this uh, that we had, as in the one previous to this, not the last one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just cancelled my it's own podcast. <laughs> Uh, also, if you're in Melbourne, uh, please uh, listen to me every morning, uh, Monday to Friday, on the Breakfasters on Triple R on 102.7. Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.